This message is based on Philippians chapter 4 verse 13. Pastor explains the signs that the Lord's financial grace is operating in our lives and explains how to walk in financial grace. And tonight I want to speak about financial grace. Amen. I want you to open your Bibles to the book of Philippians chapter 4 verses 13. I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace Philippians 4:13 from the amplified bible I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose I am self sufficient in Christ's sufficiency I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace amen what an amazing word hallelujah now why do i want to share with you about financial grace we are living in a world where there are two things that are guaranteed one is the law of gravity you jump you fall the other is the financial world the world that we are living in is a financial world somebody said two things are certain one is death and the other is taxes so sometimes you're living in a financial world at the same time when you hear about finances from a pulpit you get kind of a little ah what is this where is this pastor going with this message but i have realized one thing as a pastor if people's financial life is not right it will affect their family it will affect their family life it will affect their future it will affect their peace it affect their joy so it is important that you study from god's word on what god is to speak about finances and how you can have access to the grace that is available for you from Jesus to walk in the blessing of it you know Jesus when he preached nearly somebody said 61% another person said 45% but anyway over 50% i'm sure he messages had something to do with finances or mentioned on money So when somebody tells you if you are a, a person who is listening to these teachings and then somebody tells you hey your pastor is always preaching about money say he is like Jesus <laughs> he is just like Jesus <laughs> So what is financial grace Grace that word carries means divine influence divine influence of God that comes upon a person that's reflected in his heart 
and that is released into his environment we know from scripture over a period of time we have heard there are different kind of graces there is something called the saving grace the grace of god that saves you then paul said in 1 corinthians 15 i am what i am by the grace of god this grace was bestowed upon me so there is a bestowed grace to make you who you are supposed to be you cannot be what you are supposed to be by being smart or by being you know that's good you being smart but you cannot be what god has called you to be apart from the grace of god grace is tangible grace is visible in galatians 2 the bible says when they saw the grace that was upon me so you can see grace so financial grace is also recognizable you can see it operate in somebody's life now when we speak about financial grace sometimes people think it's all about getting plenty of money that's not what it is that's not a bad thing to have as long as you know how to steward it well it's not about buying your seventh iphone or your fifth car or your 14th double bed it's not about that financial graces in simple terms whether you have it or you don't have it you'll still be a champion some of you have walked in it some of you you know i've seen it in the lives of people as a pastor sometimes people come and say pastor i haven't had work for the last 3 years but there is provision for you at home and you don't know what how that's grace that's grace the children are studying in good schools you don't know where the how that happened the old clothes still look nice on you <laughs> and people say new no it's seven years back <laughs> that's grace it is not less or more of finances it is the grace to manage any situation in the blessing of god philippians 4:13 we all know that scripture but read the context of that scripture if you take the con- context out of it the te- context out of it you just become a con We call those scriptures even Evander Holyfield had it on his shorts when he went to the boxing ring Philippians 4:13 I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me I know of a cricketer long time back who had it on his bat If you don't read scripture by the context in which it is written you become a con 
That is why Philippians 4.13 We read it one more time from the Amplified Bible I can do all things Which he has called me to do Through him who strengthens and empowers me To fulfill his purpose I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency I am ready for anything And equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. It means you are okay under all circumstances. You are doing great. Doesn't matter what the circumstances are. You don't need an additional support from somebody. It says there, you are, I am self-sufficient. So you don't, you're not dependent on somebody. You're not dependent on that bank to give you that loan to get to do what God has called you to do. You are self-sufficient, not self-made. Sometimes you hear this word self-made millionaire, billionaire. No, self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. You are okay by yourself. You don't need an oxygen tank to breathe. You know, you don't need your auntie in Germany to send you something. When the financial grace is upon you, all that God has called you to do, you are sufficient. God has given you a family to take care of the needs of each and every one in your family your sufficiency in Jesus Christ can you imagine well some of you when you tap into this kind of grace you're gonna go into a bank and say listen I was supposed to pay the loan back in 15 years but God has been good to me God has blessed me so much I don't need your money. Thank you. God bless you. Hallelujah. (laughs) Grace is strength. It's even financial strength. If you're speaking about financial grace. 2 Corinthians 12. Paul said in the ninth verse. You know, the, 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 the Lord said, My grace is sufficient for you the next was for my strength so grace is equal to strength my grace is sufficient for you for my strength is perfected in your weakness so grace is equal to strength you gotta believe it you gotta confess it you gotta take hold of it you gotta accept it you gotta speak it out you got to pray with that scripture 
and you're going to say lord my god i thank you for grace in my life i thank you for enabling grace grace that is bestowed upon me thank you for financial grace thank you for the saving grace thank you for your delivering grace thank you lord for your supernatural grace upon my life anything in scripture if you find it you can have it finders keepers you find that in scripture you can keep it that's how i walk about my life glory to god blessed be the name of the lord you find something from his word it's yours nothing is outside of jesus christ in christ look at the context of the scripture philippians 4 verses 10 onwards 13th verse we all know but look at the 10th verse but i rejoiced in the lord greatly but i rejoice in the lord greatly that now at, ah. the, at last your care for me has flourished again wherein mm. you were so careful but you lacked opportunity not that i speak in respect of want for i have learned in whatsoever See, imagine a pastor saying that to his church 10th verse i rejoice in the lord greatly Now that at last, at last your care for of me has flourished again. There are churches that don't take care of their pastors. Pastors take care of the sheep, but there are there are sheep that don't take care of the pastor. And Paul is saying, "Listen, Philippian church, you took care of me." And in between, you couldn't. but now the opportunity has come up again you are eager to do it and look at the 11th verse not that i speak in respect of want there is no want 30 years god's grace ministering i don't think maybe just once apart from that i cannot remember me having ever said any need of the church any want of personal needs ever in 30 years of ministry paul is saying i rejoiced in uh, now that i speak not that i speak in respect of want for i have learned you learn it some of you need to learn it amen you got to learn that you won't beg you got to learn that you won't borrow you got to learn that you're not going to depend on somebody else to take care of you you got to learn you got to learn policy you got to learn whether you are a young person or an old person you got to learn that you're not dependent on somebody else your sufficiency is in jesus christ you got to learn whether you have a job or not you got to learn whether there is covid and everything is under lockdown or no covid you got to learn whether you are got many friends and no friends at all you got to learn and look at the 12th verse it says there 
I know. If you learn, you will know. Deep within for yourself, I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Read it in the Amplified Worship. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry. Both to abound and to suffer need. He says, I don't have a problem. Look at the 12th verse. Amplified. I know how to be abased and live humbly in straitened circumstances. And I know also <coughs> how to enjoy plenty and live in abundance. Mm. I have learned in any and all circumstances the secret of facing every situation, whether well-fed or going hungry, having a sufficiency and, and enough to spare, or going without and being in want. Amen. Whether it's in a narrow way or a straight way or a broad way, I know. I've learned. And then he says on the context, look at the 13th verse. The Amplified, once again. I can do all things which he has called me to do. Through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I'm self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I'm ready for anything. Look at Jesus. 5,000 people to be fed. This little pieces of bread and this little fish. There's no way it's going to feed those 5,000 people. But I am ready for anything. If I'm called to feed 5,000, so be it. I am ready for anything and equal to anything. You have to read that and, and believe it for yourself. You are equal to anything through Him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. Woo! Lift your hands and say, Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, how do you walk in that financial grace? There is somebody said that in the greatest pain is not leg pain or shoulder pain or whatever. It is financial pain. <laughs> the pain of your pocket. Financial grace is you being connected to God's supply and resources. Can you say that with me? Financial grace, financial grace is me being connected, is me being connected to God's God's supply, supply and resources. And resources. Amen. Amen. There are people who are rich, who are financially able because they are smart, because they are hardworking, because they are full of uh, wisdom or by sheer chance they just won a lottery, whatever. I'm not speaking about that. I'm speaking about you being connected to God and to His supply and resources. As a matter of fact, Jesus said in Mark 8, 36, what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and yet should lose his soul? See, if a man is not connected to Christ and should get everything that he has to and lose his soul. What profit is there? I'm not speaking about that. 
what is the i mean why would you want to have everything that money can buy and yet not enjoy it i'm not speaking about that either there are people who have houses who have never lived in it there are people who have enough and more money to have 100 restaurants but who can't eat anything there are people who have the best bed but who don't get sleep so i am speaking about you being connected to god's grace god blesses you and you enjoy that blessing god blesses your marriage you enjoy that marriage god blesses your children you enjoy your children the lord said in psalms 24 verse 1 the earth and the fullness of it belongs to the lord hagai chapter 2 verses 6 to 9 the silver is mine the gold is mine see you been connected to god's resources how do you tap into that grace put god first in life Jesus would say seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. Can you imagine Jesus standing and preaching that? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. Did Jesus say that? Did he? What does it mean when you say God first? It means God is more important to you. Jesus is more important to you than any person, than anything. you have to hear say jesus more important than anything else in my life more important than my food as a matter of fact i make it a point if i haven't eaten of god's word i don't touch food times that i've cheated on that but by and large by the mercy of god been able to do that if i haven't spoken to god first i won't even say hi to my wife and we live in the same house <laughs> in case you're thinking my god she's left and gone without greeting jesus i don't greet anybody without giving to god first i don't use the money that i have for anything else that's putting god first know god's will for your finances and resources does god want you to be struggling unable to cope up with life the pressures of it no i don't think so we used to sing that song he's got the whole world 
In his hands, he's got the whole world. In his hands, he's got the whole world. In his hands, he's got the whole world in his hands. In his hands, he's got the whole world in his hands. 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 See, you gotta know God's will for your finances and resources. Can you imagine you've got to pay your child's tuition fees or college fees or whatever? And you say, oh, does God know my need? What do I do? He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got you and me, brother. In his hands, he's got you and me, sister. In his hands, he's got you and me, brother. In his hands, he's got the whole world in his hands. Got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole in his hands, he's got the whole world. In his hands, he's got the whole world in his hands. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you have children? Do you want your children to beg to give you, uh, to give them food? Can you imagine you are a child of God? Does God want to provide for you? Gotta, do you think you are going to beg him? Most people as believers have not really trusted God to take care of them. They are depending on their job or on education or things around to guide them or help them. Your sufficiency is in Christ. If you who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Ghost? One version says good gifts. Is it God's will to provide for you? Psalms 37, 25, 26. Psalms 37, 25, 26. I have been young. I have been young. And now I am old. And now I am old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor is seed begging bread. He is ever merciful and lendeth, and his seed is blessed. Amen. Amen. Job 36, verse 11. Job 36, verse 11. It says that if they obey and serve him, they will spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. Psalms 35 verse 27. He delights in the prosperity of his servants. Have the mindset, my God will take care of me. I've got a father in heaven. My life is in his hands. 
is Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Every time you got to pay a bill or deal with something financially, sing out this song, Jehovah Jireh, my provider. His grace is sufficient for me, Jehovah. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, His grace is sufficient for me. My God shall supply all my needs according to His riches and glory. He will give His angels charge over me. Jehovah Jireh cares for me, for me, for me. Jehovah Jireh cares Jehovah Jireh, my provider, His grace is sufficient for me, for me, for me. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, His grace is sufficient for me. My God shall supply all my needs according to His riches and glory. Believe it and sing it together. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, His grace is sufficient for me, for me, for me. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, His grace is sufficient for me. My God shall supply all my need according to His riches and glory. He will give his angels charge over me. Jehovah Jireh cares for me, for me, for me. Jehovah Jireh cares for me. Amen. Can you imagine that? Can you believe that? Hallelujah. Amen. What doesn't cross your mind will never cross into your life. You have to see yourself as blessed of God. As a matter of fact, Ephesians 3 would say, more than you can ever imagine, think or ask, is able to do exceedingly abundantly more. Your mentality will determine your reality. You don't think down on yourself and rise up in life. You got to know that's a loving father in heaven who will, who will take care of you, who will take you up. I don't see myself ever as a poor pastor. <laughs> Financial grace begins to flow when you possess kingdom vision. If God empowers you with His grace, what will you do with that empowerment? Psalms 132 verses 1 to 5. I, I Lord, Lord, remember David and all David his is saying, 
Lord remember David and all his afflictions how he swore unto the Lord and vowed unto the mighty God of Jacob surely i will not come into the tabernacle of my house nor go up into my bed i will not give sleep to mine eyes or slumber to mine eyelids until i find out a place for the lord and habitation for the mighty god of jacob david's vision more than his house more than his dwelling place the lord's dwelling place what can i do what can i do in today's words would be what can i do for god's work for the gospel for his church for his kingdom Psalms 122 verse 9 it is a scripture that you need to underline and keep it but read it in the good news translation for the sake of the house of the lord our god for the sake of the house house of the lord our god i pray for your prosperity i will pray for your prosperity for the sake of your house lord i will pray for prosperity not materialism praying for your next big car for the sake of your house the good news translation says for the sake of your house lord i will pray for prosperity kingdom vision will bring kingdom provision Amen. May supernatural provisions come to you. If your heart is set on his kingdom. I've seen people walk in financial grace. And one thing about them that I've recognized is they they want to exist as a blessing. They literally look at the scripture in Genesis 12 which says I will bless you. And I will make you a blessing. They want to be they want to exist as a blessing. Blessing to who? Blessing to the people around them. Blessing to the poor, blessing to the missionaries, blessing to the work of God, blessing to the church. John J Rockefeller Okay. C C John C Rockefeller that's right He his mother taught him tithing his mother taught him tithing and he continued tithing till he died It is said that once he gave 140 million dollars to the church because the church was building a university and he gave 140 million dollars and so somebody asked him how can you give so much to the church <laughs> 140 million dollars how can you give so much to the church and he said god gave me the money and i'm giving it back to him it's as simple as that God gave me money and I'm giving it back to him. See, 
those are the ones who really enjoy this grace overflowing into their lives but when people think they are self made they made it on their own even god was not there to help they made it <laughs> they hold on to that money and never enjoy anything that god has for them who are you blessing who are you feeding other than your wife and children you don't need plenty to start you can start with what you have practice it new testament acts 20 was 35 acts of the apostles the 20, 20th chapter was 35 and i've shown you all things how that so laboring you ought to support the weak and to remember the words of the lord jesus how he said it is more blessed to give than to receive Two Corinthians nine, six and seven. Glory to God! Are you learning something tonight? But this I say. This I say. He which soweth sparingly. He that soweth sparingly shall reap also. Sparingly. Sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also. Bountifully. Every man according as he purposed in his heart, so let him give. not grudgingly or of necessity for god loveth a cheerful giver giver prayer for money is a waste of time when your life when in your life giving is not in its place praying lord bless me bless me bless me is no use if giving see who who sows sparingly will reap sparingly he who as long as the earth remains seed time and harvest shall continue glory to god lift your hands and say thank you jesus for financial grace lift your hands and ask god for this grace raka let your life be aligned with god's kingdom with his purposes with the heart's desire of god Glory to God. Thank you Lord in Jesus name. Amen. The next point that I want to tell you if you're still with me is observe the law of diligence, the dignity of labor. To be lazy or to be slack is to be lack in lack. Proverbs 10 verse 4 Read through the scriptures very very fast Proverbs 10 verse 4 He becometh poor He becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand That dealeth with a slack hand The hand of the diligent But the hand of the diligent maketh rich Maketh rich Proverbs 13 verse 4 Proverbs 13th chapter verse 4 The soul of the sluggard The soul of the sluggard desireth the, or the soul of the tired the lazy desireth and has nothing and has nothing But the soul of the diligent But the soul of the diligent shall be made fat shall be made fat Proverbs 11 verse 16 Proverbs chapter 11 verse 16 A gracious woman A gracious woman retaineth Honor. retaineth honor and 
strong men and strong men retaineth riches workful men one version says energetic men they don't sleep till 12 o'clock in the morning they don't sit at home till 12 o'clock and just pray in tongues rukala bhai shalala amrit pekar you pray in tongues get up early and pray in tongues but god then say i'm going to go and look for work you walk around praying in tongues if work doesn't meet you go meet work don't say i don't have a job and sit at home once i heard a testimony of a man who went for a job and they said we're looking for somebody with an experience so i don't think we can hire you you don't seem to have experience so this man said please sir don't give me salary let me work for you one year so i'll have some experience <laughs> don't give me salary he's not looking for an excuse to go sit back at home he said don't give me a salary i'll work for you one year without salary let me have some experience and if you think that i've gained their experience give me the job sometimes you hear about financial grace and all that and then you just lacing away your time and say okay manna fall manna fall <laughs> most probably lightning will fall or your wife will come with a broom get up go to work second thessalonians 3 verse 10 says he who does not work should not eat Glory to God. Hallelujah. Lift your hand and say let, let every laziness, every slackness leave my life in the name of Jesus. Every tiredness leave my life in the name of Jesus. The grace, the grace of God to be multiplied to you. May you have divine energy and strength coming into your life. Glorify the name of Jesus. Lift your voice and shout out Jesus. Thank you Lord. Thank you Jesus. Amen. people who enjoy financial grace are people who have financial integrity and people who maintain that integrity the book of job chapter 1 was one says job was righteous a man of integrity devout man and who was exceedingly rich integrity is not a minus but a plus integrity is not a disadvantage but an advantage don't be crooked and expect to see god's blessing faith is living without scheming warren worshipy used to say that faith is living without scheming don't be crooked don't get into anything fraudulent don't have any double dealings don't inflate the figures <laughs> and expect god to bless you 
That's the system of the world. You cannot expect to do things the way of the world and expect God to bless you. Don't do that. Don't declare your age wrongly to get that job. Don't ask for a bribe to give somebody help. Don't lie and expect the God of truth to take care of you. Don't fake it. There is two words which we find it. One is godly rich and the other is filthy rich. <laughs> I am speaking about being godly rich, not filthy rich. Don't sell your body to get that promotion. That's a word for somebody there. Don't morally compromise to get that deal done. Are you trusting Jehovah Jireh as your provider? Walk in financial integrity. Do everything clear. Don't give false balances. If you do that, your blessing won't end with you. Are you with me? Proverbs 20 verse 7. Proverbs 20 verse 7. The just man, the walk, just man or the man of integrity walketh in his integrity. Uh, the just man walketh in his integrity. His children are blessed after him. The just man walks in his integrity. His children are blessed after him. Open your mouth and say, my children are going to be blessed after me because by the grace of God, I will walk in financial integrity. And I close with this. Financial grace abounds upon people who have an attitude of gratitude. We know that. We have heard that many a time. You cannot be a permanent grumbler, complainer, murmurer and expect multiplication or blessings to take place financially. Jesus, when he took that fish and that loaves of bread. He didn't say, what is this? Come on, guys. What is this? 5,000 people? This? This? What is this? He didn't say that. He thanked the Father. Father, I thank you then. It multiplied. There are people who get the salary and they say, what is this? See, the potential of that money dies right there. But when you get that 
salary and you say thank you thank you thank you father thank you for this thank you for this thank you jesus that you provided for me it multiply it will abound imagine you have a need of 10000 rupees and only 100 rupees has come to you but don't say what is this adon anduvara bye rajaga verde bye see that money has lost its potential to be a blessing to you but that 100 when you say thank you that you gave this 100 lord it multiplies somebody said appreciation is the application for more you need appreciate more comes is just given out an application <laughs> lord i thank you for the little thing i thank you lord thank you lord the application has gone sanctioned the father said very good <laughs> the attitude is very good glory to god amen blessed be the name of jesus you come out of financial bondage by being under a prophetic covering we close with that we know that second chronicles 20 and verse 20 and philippians 4:19 to the philippi church that gave paul is saying my god shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory second chronicles 20 and verse 20 says believe in the lord read on 20 and verse 20 it says there believe in the lord your god believe in the lord your god so shall you be established so shall you be established believe his prophets believe in his pro- prophets so shall you prosper so shall you so shall you prosper prosper 